Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, we're going to continue building out our I Believe statements on HR and people trends for 2023. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Tausite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right. So as I said yesterday and the day before I go through this exercise every December, I write out my I believe statements, things that will determine how I act and what are the things that I do. We act on our beliefs and it drives our behaviors and our actions. Therefore, it's good to know what we actually believe. And I generally do that around the economy. I do that around technology. I do that around people and HR trends and some industry trends as well. So today we are looking at HR trends. We're continuing to look at it. Yesterday I was a little long-winded. And so today I will be a little bit more succinct as we go through them. Remember, we're looking at the 11 trends from a report from the Academy to Innovate HR. The reason we chose that is because I looked at their 2022 trends and agreed with most of them. In fact, some of them are continuing. Therefore, I stuck with them for their 2023 trends. And yesterday was a focus on total well-being. Absolutely ding, ding, ding. Good trend. Managing workforce ecosystems, sure, not as strong a trend. And redefining remote and hybrid work strategies, I thought should be a trend in 2022. Yes, it's going on, but again, not as strong of a trend. The next one they have here is the evolving role of the CHRO. Sure. I, that's a weak trend, by the way, only because I could say that about the evolving trend, the evolving role of the CEO, the evolving role of the CIO, the evolving, every role is evolving all the way down to your staff. I mean, every role is evolving all the time. So not that strong of a trend from my perspective. I'm sure we could look into it and they say some interesting things about what's going to happen with the CHRO role. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to go into it because... I think every role is evolving and it's important to think about how each role is evolving, especially your role and what you need to do from a growth standpoint to make sure that you can handle it and that you're ready for what's next. And I think one of the biggest things you can do, period, is build your network of people that you can rely on, that you can learn from, that can challenge you, that can talk to you and those kind of things. That's why we do the 229 groups. Anyway, number five, HR enters the metaverse. All right, Gartner predicts that by 2026, 25% of people will spend at least one hour per day in the metaverse. This means that leading organizations in this space will use 2023 as the starting point for some of these activities, including virtual events, employee onboarding, career fairs, and meetings. There's also a potential to use the metaverse for workplace learning and training. Meta is investing $150 million in creating an immersive learning ecosystem 
that will make learning more accessible through the metaverse. A few organizations that have started to leverage the potential of the metaverse will have more modern employer brand, more engaging interaction with remote candidates, and can even drive productivity for the organization. We believe that in 2023, a select group of organizations will set themselves apart by investing in the metaverse. These will not only be large enterprises with custom-designed metaverse environments, but also innovative small businesses utilizing virtual workspace software. All right. I, I believe this went a thousand percent, and you guys are going to think I'm nuts. Let me tell you how and why I believe this. For starters, I gave a talk probably about a month ago to a bunch of recently graduated students, college students, so early 20s, early in their careers and whatnot. And it was on uh, digital, living in a digital world, essentially. And who am I? You know, 55-year-old person talking to these people about living in a digital world, and they have lived in it their entire life. And so what I decided to do was take them through the evolution of the world that they live in that we helped create. And uh, I said, you know, I go back to the first PC I had. I had a Commodore 64, and then the first job I had, I went into Eminem Mars marketing department as an intern, and there was only two computers for a group of, I think, 14 people, 16 people. And as the intern, they said, here, you take the desk with the big box on it because we don't know what to do with it. And and I looked at that, and I did some amazing things that summer with the, the computer and the technology, and they were amazed. And when I walked out of there, I'm like, you know what? If I come back here in a year, I'll bet you every one of these desks is going to have a computer on it. And then I started talking to friends, and I said, I think everybody's going to have a computer in their house. And they thought I was nuts, just like they thought that Steve Jobs was nuts. And sure enough, we all have multiple computers. We carry around a phone that's a computer. We have a computer that's a computer. We have an iPad that's a computer. Yeah, so everybody has a computer, right? So that's what happened. People think they're nuts, then it happens. Then the internet came out. I started using it, and I thought, man, everybody's going to have the internet. I told people about it. They said, oh, you're nuts. What would I ever need on the internet? Now we're all on the internet. Then mobile phones came out, and I said, oh, man, everybody's going to have a mobile phone. And they said, oh, what are you kidding me? I have one in my house. Why would I want the phone to be with me at all times? It's so distracting. I would never want a phone with me at all times. And now my 85-year-old parents both have phones that they're carrying around, and that is just the nature of things. And I looked at him and I held up a virtual reality headset. And I said, by the end, in the next 10 years, all of you will have some facsimile of this. And now it won't be this, the massive computer that was on my desk at Eminem Mars is not the computer that we have on everybody's desk today. There will continue to be miniaturization. There will be improvements. There will be uh, quality improvements. There will be battery life improvements. It could not only be the headset for virtual reality. It could be augmented reality or mixed reality using your phone and other things. But we will live in multiple universes, metaverses, if you will. This is going to absolutely revolutionize education. It's the difference between saying, let's read about King Tut's tomb or let's read about the Holocaust or going, hey, today, put on your headsets, we're going to walk through King Tut's tomb. Or today, put on your headset, we're going to walk through Auschwitz. All right. It's a different experience. And the engagement in that experience is a lot greater. The advancements, it's, it's, it's interesting because we are starting to see this kind of stuff be applied to education across the board. So medical education will not be 
untouched. It will absolutely be impacted by the metaverse. And we can have multiple iterations of seeing a surgery, actually being in the room and potentially participating in the surgery in virtual reality, doing it multiple times before you actually do it on a person. So that aspect of it absolutely is going to be transformative. The HR aspect of it in terms of building culture and whatnot, that will be revolutionary as well. One of the things I told this group was, you know, they now consider a Zoom meeting to be a real meeting because they're like virtual reality. That's not real. That doesn't really happen. I'm like, look, Zoom happens over digital. Is that real? It's, oh, yeah, absolutely. You're interacting with a person. I'm like, what if I told you that within the next two years, you're going to be able to put on that virtual reality headset and your brain is not going to distinguish from the fact that you're actually sitting across from that person. You're in a room in a mountain cabin with that other person having a conversation and your brain's not going to know the difference. And will that change things? Absolutely will change things. And so I am not necessarily Meta's vision for the metaverse or someone else's vision for the metaverse, but virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality are going to, to absolutely permeate our world over the next decade. And it starts today. And so I think HR enters the metaverse, IT enters the metaverse, we all enter the metaverse. We're going to look back on 2023 as the starting point and probably 2022, 2021. The headsets are still a little clunky, the technology is still a little clunky, but it's going to get there and it's going to get there quickly. If you're not playing around with it, you should. I'm playing around with it. We are talking about doing our first podcast video podcast in the metaverse, me and Charles Boise, and we're probably going to pull that off. Hopefully this year we'll, we'll get a chance to pull that off. We'll see. I'll let you know. And then I was long-winded yesterday and I'm getting to be long-winded today, but that's the nature of building out these I believe statements. Let me give you the last one for today. Creating purpose-driven organizations. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. 2023 is also the year in which HR will focus on creating purpose-driven organizations. One of the fundamental shifts we've seen in the past couple of years is the importance of purpose in today's organizations. This is a result of four driving forces, the pandemic, automation, demographic changes, changing psychological contract, the anti-work movement in the U.S., quiet quitting, and lying flat movement in China show changed work expectations. These forces show that meaning is becoming a key differentiator for organizations to help retain and attract talent. A clear purpose will also help engage existing talent, increase productivity, and fill the $8.5 trillion gap that the talent shortage is expected to cost in 2030. In 2023, we expect HR to help shape the company's purpose connecting the company's purpose to environmental, social, and corporate goals, and making these goals a clear part of the employer brand. I will say the other thing is integrity here. Just saying, hey, we are, you know, we're doing a sustainability initiative is not enough. Are you really doing a sustainability initiative or is it just a statement? It's sort of like your core values. People know if there are, they are backed by the integrity of the organization, by the leadership, by the investments that are made, or if they are not, right? So the genuineness of the, the initiatives is going to matter. 
the purpose that is derived from those things. We used to be able to say, oh, you know, come to healthcare because we have a greater purpose and a greater mission. And that used to be true, but we have to start changing the contract with patients if we're not going to lose that credibility, right? And so if we continue to be the number one cause of bankruptcies in the United States, then we have to change that contract. And if people's experience in healthcare is still one in which it's disjointed, it's hard to figure out, it's hard to navigate and those kinds of things, you know, people aren't going to look at healthcare and say, well, it's, it's a noble purpose if we're not making progress on the things we say we care about. If we're going to keep data from the patients instead of engaging the patients and establishing that, that trust contract with the patients that we believe in you to live a healthier life and we're going to help you to live a healthier life, right? So I believe a thousand percent in this creating a purpose-driven organization, critical understanding what value you are bringing to the world and making your employees a part of making that happen. And hopefully this goes beyond just delivering healthcare and looks at sustainability, looks at the health of the community, looks at the underserved and the disenfranchised in your community and doesn't just pass over them because they're not an economic opportunity. So creating a purpose-driven organization, a genuine purpose-driven organization, absolutely critical. HR enters the metaverse, as do the rest of us, absolutely agree with the evolving role of every role, absolutely agree with. So there's your next three. We're going to try to get through the rest of them tomorrow and then talk about some I believe statements. So that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, wherever you listen to podcasts. They can go to thisweekhealth.com, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and they can subscribe there. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canaan Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.